allowing yourself to believe, right? It's really using your imagination to tap into your intuition because we're all manifesting whether we realize it or not. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced, and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident, and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers, and change agents who give you their message of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're talking to the queen of manifestation, Jen Mazur. You've probably heard a lot about manifesting over the years, and today you get to hear from the queen exactly how to manifest in your life. She manifested living rent-free in New York City for 10 years, traveling the world, meeting her soulmate, having beautiful home births to both of her kids on the exact same day, nine years apart. She's here to answer all your questions of how to manifest your dream life and how to be and live the life you crave and get that magic back into your life. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope, Jen Mazur. Yay. I'm so happy to be back with you again, Lauren. I know, me too. Okay. So I can 100% vouch for Jen as the best coach since she coached me. And, and this podcast came about while she was my coach. It started as a book, but you know, we pivot life. That's what we do. She has coached thousands and thousands of people of how to manifest your dream. And I am one of them. And she's even kicking off my workshop your life roadmap to clarity and confidence, which thank you, I'm very excited about, but I have to tell my story. So here we are in this group coaching session. There's six of us, we're in this really cool apartment in New York City and somebody's delivering food and this really cute young girl, she comes walking into this cool apartment in like Soho and she comes up with the food and everything and she looks at Jen and she goes, wait, wait. She had been reading Jen's book, How You Can Manifest Anything on the subway on the way over. Show off your book and we will have links so, for everything. I, Manifesting made easy. And she, yes. there she was. She pulls it out of her bag. She goes, I'm reading your book right now. She just manifested meeting Jen. Yeah, that was it was amazing. It was the most, you can't make that up, okay? You cannot make that stuff up. And that stuff happens to Jen absolutely all the time. So you can't be a naysayer. Well, people listening to this aren't going to be naysayers anyway. And I don't surround myself with those people, neither do you. <laughs> so how did you end up? This is a very, it, you could say it's a niche area. Here you are mm -hmm. as a queen of manifestation. I know your friends gave you that name. How did you end up doing this? So I always was a manifester. I didn't really call it that. I didn't recognize that that was what I was doing, but I saw myself as an artist. And when I was little, I was always a good visual artist. My parents nurtured me. They were amazing parents and nurtured that in me. So I, I had this feeling of like, I can see things in my mind and create them on the physical form as an artist. And then living my life, you know, after college, I would say even during college, it really was like, oh my gosh, I started attracting things to me that were a match to what I thought in my head very quickly. And people who I used to admire, like well-known visual artists or filmmakers or spiritual leaders, I started meeting them or becoming friends with them and, you know, manifested living rent-free in Manhattan for 10 years in my apartment and crazy story that I renovated with my own jacuzzi, bathtub, you know, bathroom and new kitchen and lived there for 10 years with, you know, all of my twenties and 
Um, just so many magical things. And then my friends started asking me to basically tell them what I was doing. Because every time we got together, I had another story like Lauren just shared. I had a story like that every time I got together with my friends. Um, and so they were like, what are you doing, Jen? How can we do this for ourselves? And that's really how it started very naturally. And everything's kind of happened since even my book, Manifesting Made Easy. So that's a yeah, that's story a, That's a itself. great story. She wants to write a book, but she wants to write it with a major, you know, like Simon and Schuster. So go ahead. I, I like that story. Yeah. So I had the idea to write a book for the very first time. And I just said it out loud. I was on the phone like this, having a conversation. I think I have a book within me, but I didn't take any action on it. But I was talking to my coach at the time. So she said, awesome, Jen. She didn't say, well, that's a stupid idea, Jen. You could never do that, right? And so often when we have a, a big dream, someone in our lives either tells us that that's crazy, we could never do it, or our own head, right? We tell ourselves that's crazy. I could never do it. And so we don't believe that it's possible and we never take action on it. I just had that belief. Okay. I think I'm going to write a book, right? I didn't take any action on it, but that belief was reinforced. Like, yes, Jen, you could do this. Right. And a week later, my dream publishing company was Simon and Schuster. A week later, after just saying out loud, I think I have a book within me. I get an email from a publishing company from like my website contact form. And they, it was like, Jen, we love your voice on your blog. We'd really love for you to write a book, something like manifesting made easy. And I was thinking, what? This is too synchronistic. Like, this must be too crazy. This has got to be some sort of like scam where they want me to pay them to write a book. But I Googled the publishing house. It was a small publishing house I'd never heard of. Titles that I was into. So I agreed to get on the phone with them. And they offered me a paid book deal to write my book. Now, I basically, long story short, I agree to write this book with them. And while I'm writing my book, this small publishing company gets bought by Simon and Schuster. So now I'm a Simon and Schuster published author and it happened so easy and in a totally different like roundabout way than you think it has to be, right? So now if you get my book and you you see the back and it says simonandschuster.com, you know, my book when it came out it was in all the airports and people bought it, you know, everywhere people have told me like Target or Costco or Barnes and Noble or Amazon. So it's amazing to see what can happen if you just Keep that belief, right? And claim your dream. And I think manifesting is so much more about allowing yourself to believe, right? It's really using your imagination to tap into your intuition because we're all manifesting whether we realize it or not, right? And it's more about trusting the dream that the dream that you really want is actually wanting to come through. And you're receiving the universe's dream for you because we're intuitive. And the way that you tune into your intuition is through your imagination. And most people don't see it that way. They think like, I have to make it happen. Like I have this idea and I'm, I'm manifesting and I make, but really it's more about receiving and trusting and taking aligned action because you trust and expect that it's all going to work out. So it's way easier than most of us are making it out to be. So how do you allow your dreams to happen? So first, it's just getting really open and it's almost like giving yourself permission to dream big, not based on your current circumstances. So even Lauren doing this podcast, right? It's like she was day job lawyer, right? This is like complete different, you know, area, right? It's starting 52 Weeks of Hope. But she had this urge and desire to get this message across, right? 
and to help people. And that was bigger, right? So it's like really just opening up to whatever dream is, is there in your heart. And it might not be related to anything that you're doing. It could be, it might be completely related, right? But it's really opening up to possibility that it's not based on your current circumstances. It's not based on who you know, or how much money you have, or how much time you have. But like, what would I really want to do if I could do anything and start there? <laughs> you yeah. also talk about not dismissing your ideas. Yeah, because I love to think of it as like, we're at our favorite restaurant and we're placing our order, right? And the universe is the kitchen. And so if we're at our restaurant and we're placing our order, the, the kitchen is going to make your food, right? Whatever you order. The universe is a yes universe. It's a mirror to our desires. We need to place our order in order for it to be received, right? If we're sitting there indecisive, the universe doesn't know what to bring us, right? So it's about deciding what you want and then not being in your head second guessing once you place your order. Okay, so you decided you wanted to get pizza. Feel good about that pizza. Don't second guess. Well, maybe I should have gotten the gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> that's fine. Like, enjoy the pizza, right? Like, obviously, you know, aside from allergies, but it's like, feel good about whatever you're ordering. Like, and I think so often we're like, am I doing this right? Should I, you know, could I be doing this better? feel good about whatever you're doing, right? Because manifesting is about a feeling. It's not just about your actions and I'm going to recite these affirmations, but how are you feeling? The affirmations are trying, are really there to help you feel. And if you're not feeling it and you're just reciting affirmations, they're not helping you at all. They yeah. could actually be making you feel worse because you don't feel it. And it, you're like, oh, I don't have this. And I'm you know, feeling so bad about myself, right? And then how about being clear with what you want? Like, yeah, uh, you talk about that too. So when you place your order, right? So it's feeling good, not second guessing that you made a bad decision because you can always change your decision, right? You can always make another decision, but, but you want to see it through to the finish line, right? Until you receive it. And I always, when I talk about the restaurant, I love to talk about ordering the special. Don't just order the same old thing you always order because it's safe, because you know you like to eat it. You know, you, we all have our favorite restaurant we go to and the favorite thing on the menu we order all the time. But what if there's a special and it has all of your favorite ingredients, right? That special could totally change your life. And we know this when we step outside our comfort zone, that's when we can experience everything we want. So in order to send a clear message, we want to write out our intentions. And I love doing this you can write out your intentions anytime. There's no right or wrong. A lot of people think have to do it on a new moon. A new moon is a wonderful time to write out intentions, but it doesn't have to be on a new moon. But traditionally farmers planted seeds for the best harvest on new moons because they're, it's dark on a new moon. You can't see it. And all new things are created in the darkness. So if you think about planting seeds for your dream and writing out intentions on a new moon, that's where the building phase begins, right? And a lot of people listening, especially with 52 Weeks of Hope, are going through a hard time. And so knowing that every new thing is created in the darkness, it's really about trusting. Because if we're farmers and we're planting seeds for a garden, all you see is dirt, right? And you plant the seeds and you just, you see dirt and you have to trust that stuff is happening beneath the surface, right? That first seeds actually grow roots down into the dirt, right? To have a solid foundation before they start to grow up and shoot above the surface and become little sprouts. And so we continue to nurture our dreams. We continue to water seeds, take aligned action, even if we don't see anything happening yet. We're like, okay, well, I know what I'm, I'm feeling good about whatever I am doing and trusting that that is making a difference. 
versus feeling frustrated that we're not seeing any results, right? It's like keeping that faith and that expectation, continuing to nurture your dreams. And when the little sprouts shoot up, we're not pissed off that sprouts showed up and they're not giant trees, right? <laughs> like, or, or trying to pull them up. It's like, I'm grateful for this sprout. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm going to celebrate it because this little sprout is going to become the tree. Right. And if I continue to nurture it and I think people get frustrated with the process because they're expecting it to be like this giant, huge thing tomorrow, but we want to continue to nurture it and celebrate those small wins. those small little synchronicities. I thought about someone and they called like, woohoo, you notice the synchronicity. That means you're super intuitive. That means you're in the right place at the right time. And we're going to celebrate that. And then when you pay attention, more things come in. So the clarity comes from listening to your own intuition and following that spark, that desire, because your desire is a, a key to what the universe wants for you too, right? You're tuning into the universe's dream for you. And it's really just about continuing to open up and say yes, versus pushing it away and saying, well, that's crazy. I could never, I'm too old. It's too late or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's, how can I stay open and say, well, what if, right? What if the best case scenario happened? Yeah, there's all these things that are showing up that, you know, I could find evidence to prove why this wouldn't work, but I could easily find evidence to prove why it would work. And so both sides of the equation exist at the same time, the law of polarity, right? The negative and the positive. So we could easily in our own minds, go into the negative, go into a downward spiral. This sucks, or I suck, or this person always says, no, they're never going to say yes. Or it could be like, what if, what if this person did say yes this time? You know? Hmm. just that window of possibility. If we can just keep a window of possibility open, oh my goodness, so much can flood in, right? It's constantly, okay, yes, that could be true, but I'm going to find evidence to prove the opposite. I'm going to stay open and I'm going to keep going and trust that if this doesn't work out the way I think, it's because another door is going to open, right? That's even better than the one that I thought. And that's the gratitude for the obstacles. If we're going through a hard time, it's like, okay, well, there's something here for me. I might not see it right now, but there's something better that's on its way, or there's some lesson that's going to lead to some, you know, new growth that's going to take me to a better place. So I'm grateful for this obstacle because I know something awesome is going to come out of it. Oh, always. And um, you made me think of two things. What we focus on grows always. And to enjoy the process when you're like, oh, look at this synchronicity and look at this. I mean, if we're so focused on getting there and there could change a little bit, like the pivot, like, oh, I, yes. you know, the book is coming when it comes, you know, on its own timetable, but I love podcasting. Who knew? <laughs> like, yes. I mean, this is what lights me up, but I also, I'm just enjoying each day. I enjoy, get to enjoy the process. It's leading me like in so many different directions. So just enjoying the process and, and what lights you up is an amazing, amazing thing. And something else you talk about is asking the universe for signs. So can you talk yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I love what you said, because manifesting comes from a feeling place. So the first thing is you want to get clear on what you want, right? Then it's how will I feel when I have the thing that I want? So I want to own a home or I want to be in my dream soulmate relationship, right? Well, how will I feel when I have my own home or I'm in my soulmate relationship? Okay, well, I'm going to feel secure. I'm going to feel loved. I'm going to feel 
abundant or whatever, right? So whatever it is that those feelings are, how can I feel that way now? So what do I want? How will I feel when I have the thing that I want? And how can I feel that way now? I might not have my soulmate relationship. I might not own my home, but there are things that I can do to allow me to feel secure, loved and abundant, right? Whatever those things are for you. Mm -hmm. So doing things to allow you to feel that way on a regular basis. Like you said, it's enjoying the process and feeling good every day. So that that big dream is like the bonus. That's the icing on the cake. We don't need it to be happy. We don't need to fill a void. We are filling ourselves up first and feeling good, loving our lives. And it's about vibration. Your high vibe attracts your tribe. That saying doesn't come from nothing, right? That saying is about the law of vibration. So if we are vibrating at a higher frequency, if we're happy, if we're full of, of love and joy, we're going to attract things to us that are a match to that higher vibration. Vibration is movement. So if we are not feeling high vibe, it's because there's something stuck in our lives. There's no movement there. There's some sort of like limiting belief or, you know, or literal physical, you know, stuckness, right? So it's about how can I create more movement and flow to be in the flow is movement. That's vibration. That's high vibe. So one thing you can do today to get yourself into a high vibe place is do something you love. It doesn't have to be related to your big dream at all. It's just what's something that I love that's going to make me happy. It can be the smallest thing. It could be go outside and go for a walk. It could be put on some music, you know, and put on my favorite playlist and dance around the house or, you know, make a smoothie or call a friend, right? But it's like, what's something that's going to elevate me? Maybe do some physical exercise. And when we pay attention, like you said, Lauren, to the synchronicities, those are signs that the universe is here supporting you. And here's the truth. The universe is always supporting you, whether you realize it or not. It's really about opening up your eyes to see it, right? But it's always there. And I keep referencing in my conversations these days, the documentary on Netflix, Fantastic Fungi, because there's this hidden network of mycelium in underneath the ground, the grass, you know, everywhere. And it's really the root system and how the plants talk to each other and how they connect. The roots are connected and they communicate through their root system. And it's proven, right? That this hidden network is, exists. Guess what? That same network exists in the air, right? This hidden network in quantum physics. It, we, it's how technology exists, right? And how you and I, Lauren, are sitting in opposite sides of America and talking and having this conversation. It's how everybody's listening right now, Wi-Fi, right? So we know that this exists. We know that there's things that are happening all around us that we can tune in to this frequency. The more that we pay attention, right? The more that we can actually receive the information that's there for us. We are connected. We are plugged in. There's nothing we need to do to plug ourselves in. We are already plugged in, but it's about how can I pay attention and celebrate the moments that I recognize that I'm plugged in. And the more that I can, maybe I'll keep a little journal or maybe I'll just talk about it to my friends, you know, or my partner that this synchronicity happened, right? Instead of it being so crazy or so outrageous or weird, it's like, oh my gosh, what an awesome synchronicity. It can be a small thing. Like I look at the clock and it's 11, 11, right? Or it's, you know, again, like I think about what might be in the mail and then I get the mail and it's exactly what I thought it was going to be, right? It's like paying attention to things and finding the good putting on our rose colored glasses, even if everybody else thinks we're crazy and we're looking for the good because what you said, what we pay attention to grows. And the more that we can focus on the good, 
the more good things come in to celebrate. And when we pay attention to those synchronicities, we recognize we are connected. We have all the information inside of us that we need. We are our own guidance system, our bodies. We can feel when something is a yes and a no, right? When it feels Mm -hmm. in alignment or when it doesn't, or when someone's energy feels off and we don't want to be around that person or when their energy feels expansive and we're like, Ooh, I want what that person has, right? We can feel that. And so paying attention to how you feel again, manifesting starts from a feeling place. So I think that's going to be really, really helpful. And the more that you do things, when you pay attention, it's not just paying attention, but taking action on those feelings. Because if you have this inner voice and this, it's been whispering to you and you aren't doing it, that whisper is going to turn into a loud roar. And that's when we get sick, right? Or like major things happen because we haven't been taking action on the things that we know we should be doing, right? Because we feel it. It's like, oh, this, I have this idea. This might seem a little crazy, but I'm going to do this. Or, you know, I feel this urge to do this and follow that, right? Do that thing because that's going to light you up. And even if you don't think you have the support in front of you, I promise it's, it's there. It's going to show up because the universe wants you to live out your dreams. So it's like, I'm going to take one step. I can't see the whole staircase, right? But I'm going to take the first step. And then the next step is going to appear. And the people are going to help me because your big dream is part of somebody else's big dream. They're here to help you in whatever way that they're meant to help you because it's part of their dream too. And that's how you get connected to all these people who are awesome, right? Supporting you and creating whatever it is you want to create, whatever it is you want to live out in the world. Yeah, Yeah? completely. So what happens when somebody gets discouraged? What do you tell them when they're like, yeah, but this is happening and that. And first of all, it's part of the process. It's not, uh, everything's roses all the time. And I'm an amazing, you know, queen of manifestation, master manifester. Nothing ever happens to me. No obstacles show up. It's part of the process. So don't think that when you go big, that's when your stuff comes up. So you didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't mean your stuff isn't going to happen. It just means, oh my gosh, I'm going bigger than I've ever gone before. And so I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Here's the thing. Everything that you want to manifest right now, you've never manifested it before. You don't know what it's going to feel like. So even though we say we want this thing, it's completely new, right? It's bigger. It's more expansive. And so it's going to be uncomfortable and it doesn't have to be hard. It's just uncomfortable. There's a difference. It can be really easy but uncomfortable. It can take you five minutes. It can take you 30 seconds, but it's uncomfortable, (laughs) right? Like going on a podcast or sending an email or making a phone call or asking someone for help, right? That's like so, so easy and yet uncomfortable. So I want you to reframe discomfort as a good thing. It means, oh my gosh, I'm about to experience something new and that's what I want. And I want to get used to this feeling of discomfort. That's not a bad thing, right? It's just, oh, this feeling again, right? okay, it's fear doesn't go away. We're not pushing away fear. We're kind of moving into it, right? We're inviting it in. And so if you're going through a hard time, first of all, know that it's because you're doing something new and your stuff comes up and it's step two of the process. You take big, you know, well, step three, maybe you, you get clear on what you want. You start to take a line action. And then when you do, Limiting beliefs come up, obstacles Absolutely. come up. Yep. And imposter syndrome and all that stuff. Yep. All that. Everyone has it. I've coached people who are like superstars, right? It, everybody from, you know, no matter where they're at has this. I promise you, no matter how successful you are, 
We all have it. And so it's, it's just reframing it. I like to think about limiting beliefs as an onion because you've done work on yourself and yet there's another layer to peel, right? There's always another layer myself included. It's like, oh, this again, I thought I dealt with this or whatever. I think you know? it's a whole, I think it's a lifetime process that we peel. The That's onion. why we're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're humans. This is part of being human. Yeah. We get to experience things on a physical level. Like we, we, I believe we chose to come here. Yeah. And so this is fun. Like let's create on a physical level. Let's love on a physical level. Let's love ourselves, you know? And so yeah, stuff is going to come up. It's not that stuff doesn't come up. It's how do I move through it the fastest so it doesn't keep me down? So I don't stay stuck, right? Which is why I love 52 Weeks of Hope, right? So you're helping people like get that inspiration, get some action piece, you know, that they can do to get them out of that place of stuckness or feeling, you know, despair. So we can get back into action and move through it, right? And this know is, that we are why, supported. This is why Jen's starting my workshop. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to get, yeah. So great. So when you tell people what you do for a living, especially now that you live in the South, <laughs> um, what, what do you tell them? Do you tell them that you coach or do you tell them you're the queen of manifestation? I think it depends on the group that I'm in. Yeah. I say, she's I'd in elementary say I school. She doesn't say anymore or preschool. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you saying? I like sometimes people find out from my email address, you know, that okay. I'm the queen of manifestation. But no, I say I, I'm uh, like a motivational coach and author, you know, to some people and then others, I'm the queen of manifestation, you know, they're ready for that. So I think this year, because of what's happening astrologically, I'm super excited about it. People are going to be more ready. This is going to be very mainstream. It's already becoming mainstream and it's going to be even more mainstream. Why don't you talk about that? Why don't you, why don't you talk about what's happening? Go ahead. Yeah. So this month of March is super transformative and the whole 2023 is transformative in general but we've got the planets are moving. And so when we have this shift that we haven't had in years, we're about to experience things on a different level from a collective space. So if I think about, gosh, Pluto and Pluto has moved well, places. Yeah, we'll go do ahead. it in more a general way because this- I know, yeah, I wanna I like it. tell you more about like all the shifts that are happening, but we've got Saturn in Pisces, that's happening this month and just know a lot of priorities and, too. Yeah. 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 And Pluto and Aquarius. Anyway, I'm not an astrologer, but I'm very into astrology and I love following it because I feel like it's like swimming with the current versus swimming against the current. And when you yeah. understand what's happening that like, Ooh, Aquarius, a sign of people and the dreams and, and transformation and just like collective change it like things are going to happen and it's just exciting to be a part of this the shift in consciousness no it's it's definitely uh, yeah no it's a very exciting time right now and it's a time to tap into your inner knowing for sure a hundred percent and this year is a seven year in numerology and it's about your soul purpose it's about really being okay with you know and loving yourself for who you are and being you know, honest with what your dreams are, right? And not just doing something because it's what society expects from you or, you know, you've been doing your whole life, but what is it that really lights you up from the inside out? Yeah, which is so great. Okay, so do you have a message of hope you want to give? Yes, know that you are always in the right place at the right time. There are no mistakes in the universe. And what might feel like it's a mistake or you're in a rut, I promise you is the perfect situation for you. 
because it's going to teach you something and take you to the next place that you're meant to be at. And just ask for help, right? Just say, what if? Open up to the best case scenario and trust that your imagination is how you tap into your intuition. And so when you have a big dream, it's not just a crazy dream. You're actually intuiting what's going to happen. Even if other people around you think you're crazy, keep that expectation and take action from that place. Because guess what? If you get a rejection or you get a no, it's fine. That person or that company, you know, or whatever, or that home wasn't the right home, but you know, the right person or the right company or the home is out there because you expect that it's all going to work out. So stay in a place of expectation and love yourself up. Again, do what you love on a regular basis to raise your own vibration and you're going to attract things to you that are a match to that. Yeah, yeah. And do gratitude lists. That'll raise your vibration too. Yes, writing out your gratitude every day is such an amazing practice because you're focused on the good, writing down your synchronicities and, and not just gratitude for what you have physically, but gratitude for yourself. What are you proud of? It doesn't have to be attached to the results of your actions, but you can be proud of your actions and it doesn't have to be productive actions. It can be, I'm so proud of myself for taking a bath, you know, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be um, big. Yeah. <laughs> and for somebody who is like, there's something they want to do, but they're afraid to take that leap. Mm. What would you tell them? That your greatest gift is on the other side of your greatest fear. And you never feel ready ever. And no matter what it is and how much you've prepared, it's scary. I, you know, I tell my story of being in labor with my daughter for the first time when, uh, you know, I was pregnant and it was a 24 hour home birth labor you know, I was queen of manifestation already. And I'd envisioned this, this beautiful, you know, birthing experience. I thought I was going to have an orgasmic birth because I watched the documentary orgasmic birth. I'm like, it's possible. That's going to be me. No, it was not orgasmic. And after so long, of, you know, for me to dilate, my friend who was at the, at my house, because she was uh, photographing, she says to me, Jen, you can do this. You're ready to be a mom. And it's exactly what I needed to hear. I didn't think I needed to hear that. But I tell you, our emotions are so tied to the physical. As soon as she told me I was ready to be a mom, it was like, boop, I was fully dilated. Like within, you know, like within minutes, like why did, why did she tell me that like hours ago, right? And then boom, you know, my daughter was born. It was amazing. But I'm telling you, you're ready now because you have the dream. It means it's meant for you and you never feel ready. And so it's just about taking that leap. And it's like, you know, we have a pool in our backyard. I'm thinking about like, it's in, it will take you forever to get into the water. If you, you know, go little by little, you're never going to get in. It's like, just jump in and your body is going to get used to it. And it's going to feel weird at first. It's going to feel cold, you know, but you're going to acclimate. So that's the same thing. It's like, we're going to, we're going to take that leap and trust that the universe is going to meet us halfway. It's not up to all of us. If we think it's I alone and making it happen, then guess what? You're going to feel really shitty about yourself when it doesn't happen. But instead, if it's like, I am co-creating with the universe, that the universe is on my side. And if something doesn't work out, I'm not beating myself up for it right? I still am learning whatever lessons I'm learning. You know, I could do better. I can tweak things, but it's not beating myself up and thinking, oh, I messed this up. No, there's something there that wasn't meant to be. And I, there's a lesson, there's an opportunity for me. And then I can see it from a positive light. And I know that the universe is helping me and maybe it's saving me from a bad situation. And actually there's going to be something better. Right. And I'm grateful, you know, that that road was closed because, you know, this other, this other route is opening up. That's even more amazing. 
Yay, that's so great. Oh, thank you so much for being a guest today on 52 Weeks of Hope. And we've got a free meditation. There's a link to, there's all kinds of things. And, and here's your spark game, which is such a great game. One of my friends is like our favorite game in the world. We've always play it. I think we're going to play it during uh, the workshop. Oh, and nice. uh, I have to see, make sure we have time because it's just so much fun got her book, all kinds of things. So I'll have links to everything on the website, of course, and in the show notes. Is there anything else that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you that you want to say? I feel like you asked so many amazing questions. (laughs) I will say one more reframe that I love to help people with is just paying attention to the way they talk to themselves because we can all get caught up in our to-do lists and it can feel like we have all this stuff that we have to do. And it just feels like, when am I ever going to get to, you know, my, my big dream. And I love to switch the way you're talking to yourself from, I have to, to, I get to, and it's the same thing on your to-do list, right? It's, it could be doing the dishes or paying the bills. Um, it could be driving your kids to school. I get to do the dishes. I get to pay my bills and I get to drive my kids to school. If you say I get to instead of I have to, you're finding the good in the situation. You're practicing gratitude without realizing it. And you're also recognizing you're not a victim of your circumstances that we get to choose no matter what your situation is. You made a decision to be in that situation, right? To own that home or rent that apartment or, you know, or have those kids or whatever. And it's like, I'm grateful. And I am in the driver's seat. I'm not a victim and I could choose again. I'm a participant, right? In terms of quantum physics, I'm a participant in the universe and I can make a new decision or change my outlook and it will change my results. And so I want to encourage you to change your, I have to, to, I get to. And like Lauren said, practice gratitude, write down those synchronicities, be proud of what you're doing, find the good, right? Do what you love on a daily basis. And you are going to notice things change around you. Yeah, instantly. Yeah, that was so good. I love when you do that. I get to it. It's an instant gratitude and attitude adjustment. I love that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you Jen's messages of abundance, dream, and transformation. Such great messages to take into your week ahead. I'm so excited that she's the kickoff speaker for your life roadmap to Clarity and Confidence Workshop on March 24th through the 26th. Just go to the website at 52weeksofhope.com backslash roadmap. That's 52weeksofhope.com backslash R-O-A-D-M-A-P on the website, 52weeksofhope.com backslash roadmap. It's going to be an intimate gathering designed to help you awaken your, your authentic self and unleash your full potential. You're going to be surrounded by like-minded community of seekers, just like you on a journey to grow and thrive. It's a safe, inspiring space. The workshop's designed to help you move forward, living the life that you want to live, where you're not living for somebody else in fear or jealous, wishing that you were living a life that somebody else is living, doing what other people are doing. It's going to be really a great weekend. It's virtual. Just go over to the website at 52weeksofhope.com backslash roadmap. All the information's on there. You can sign up on the website over there too. And I'm so excited that Jem Mazur, the queen of manifestation, is kicking it off. As you can see her, she's so amazing. And you'll have access. Because it is such an intimate group, you get access to all the amazing speakers, including Jen, me, Amberly Lago, who is 
queen of resilience. Oh my gosh, if you don't know her and the Kijong master, Chris Shelton, and there's just so much more. And you'll get an accountability partner. And uh, so go on over to the website now and sign up. Remember, if you don't take action, then you don't see any change. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening. 